We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. How are you approaching 2019? Do you have a New Year's resolution? Uh, do you have a word of the year? Do you have a theme for the year? 651 641 1071. That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Yes. Holly Roberts and I are hanging mm, out. Yep, just talking and just New Year's. New Yearing. Uh, it is Wednesday today. It is? I know, because I've had to remind myself 300 times. No fewer than. Uh, it is Wednesday, January 2nd, which means that we are on our second day of 2019. And I think that, you know, I, I don't know about you, Holly, but I don't put a lot of thought into the new year. I don't do yeah. resolutions, yeah. really. I feel mm-hmm. like I have in the past. I usually try to make them really manageable things that I know I can. Uh, that, Like, for example, one year um, I made the resolution to wear the appropriate socks. Oh, with each outfit. That's a really great one. Well, because I would wear like sweat socks underneath my boots all the time. And You're I just felt like that there's something wrong. with Well, that? no, it just didn't feel very adulty. And so for a oh, year, oh. I like I invested in some good trouser socks. And, you know, I just like I just tried to be an adult for a minute with How, my socks through my socks. How'd that work out It for the year? It was great. Um, you know, I've made, uh, I've made resolutions to take better care of my skin that have worked, but generally speaking, I don't do the big, broad resolutions. I'm going to change my life. I'm going to just overhaul everything and I'm going to keep my cupboards clean. I'm going to change all my yeah. outfits. I'm going to floss three times a day because I just feel like that's a lot to put on a a, a day. Yeah. Um, so I don't usually well, do right, that. To just like flip the switch yeah. and automatically you're going to change all of these what you think are bad habits yeah. just automatically because because the, the month, calendar the, says the calendar so. yeah yeah so then I've, I've sort of been paying attention to this this trend lately where people are coming up with a, a word for the year right so like yeah. they're going to come up with a word that will be the theme of the year um and that i like that idea and yet i don't know i feel like th- that's 12 months, 365 days, 52 weeks. A lot can change in the course of that time. And maybe another word might emerge that would be more meaningful. I don't like to tie myself down, I guess is what I'm saying. 651-641-1071. How are you approaching 2019? Yeah, and I've noticed the one word thing be really popular this year because I think that, to your point, Colleen, where you said you wanted to completely overhaul something right away, carrying a word and carrying a mantra Mm -hmm. throughout the year is really 
something that doesn't seem overwhelming where you can just come back to that and you can meditate on whatever word you decide to choose yeah. for 2019. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're completely overhauling your life, but you are exercising a certain degree of mindfulness. Yeah, which is a good thing. And, and incorporating a little bit of that into your life is, is, I think we all could use a little more mindfulness in our lives, right? Yeah. Well, so then I realized, though, um, on New Year's Day, there, I can't put a word to it. There wasn't, it's not like, I, I, I approached, like suddenly I realized I felt different mm-hmm. on this particular New Year's Day than I have on any other New Year's Day. There was like, I had like an optimism to me. I felt like I, I appreciated the turning of the calendar. I appreciated the opportunity for a clean slate in a way that I hadn't in the past. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, my husband and I were kind of, we'd gone out to dinner on New Year's Eve and, and we'd had this like amazing pasta dish. And he said to me, we should make homemade pasta tomorrow on New Year's Day. And I was like, we should, that would be fun. Yeah. So we made homemade pasta yesterday, like from scratch. What right? kind? Little ravioli? No, we just did like a regular like fettuccine situation. We didn't have all the appropriate accoutrement. So oh, sure. You need we, the little rolling We did the, the rolling noodles. pin and then we used a pizza cutter to cut the noodles. So it wasn't like formal, but, <laughs> but it was super fun. And I was like, that was really fun. It's kind of exciting and fun to do new things. Um, and then I thought, well, you know, that was kind of like, that was a silly thing to do that we'd never done before that I got so excited about. And I don't have to just do that on the first day of the year. I could do more of that. I could incorporate more of that throughout the year and sort of have that be a focus, but not like an obligation. And then I got excited about that idea. And I thought about the fact that maybe the reason I'm so excited about those opportunities is because I can have control over being optimistic about things in my own life. Yeah. When I can't do that, when uh, the uh, the rest of the world is is kind of looking like a dumpster fire sometimes. Ooh, yeah, sometimes right? you got out a, a stick with some marshmallows in it and you can put it out anywhere and you're like, mm, s'mores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, that's, but the nice thing is I can control yes. the s'mores. Oh, yes. <laughs> 651-641-1071. How are you approaching the new year? Do you have a resolution? And if so, what is it? Do you have a word of the year, a theme? What are you doing to observe? Observe the new year. Barbara's on the line. Hi, I Barbara. Am, um, How are you? I am a mother of um, three adult children that I can no longer tell what to do. Um, and I have all this worry that they're not doing things the right way or the way I would want them to do. My word is cope. Oh, cope. I just have to cope with, even if it's a wrong decision that they're making, I have mm. to cope with the consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cope. And, cope. and, and, you know, and did you start thinking about that before the year, kind of before New Year's? I, I did. It didn't really gel, you know, like it didn't, it was always in my mind thinking, I have to do this. But, um, it didn't really gel until the holidays when I thought, okay, this is going to be my new focus. This yeah. is my word. Yeah. You know, I like they don't that. listen to me anymore. Well, you know, and and they might, Barbara, they might swing back around at some point. Eh, I don't know. I I feel like moms know everything. Thanks, Barbara. thanks, Barbara. Or at least I think I know everything. Um, No, and I think my mom knows everything. Everybody's Um, mom knows everything. This is true. Mm -hmm. Holly, how are you approaching? I mean, you know, I don't know that I've ever heard you utter the word resolution. No, because 
I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions because it's not just a flip of the switch on an arbitrary day of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, with resolutions and changes and changes in life in general, a lot of times it's you know when you're ready to go. Yeah. That one day you will wake up and you will think about something that maybe you've been meditating about changing or something that you want to do. And you know when you're ready. And right. it might not be on January 1st. True. It might just happen one Tuesday morning when you wake up or maybe you're just hanging out in your pajamas and reading the paper because mm-hmm. you may read the paper still. But <laughs> it, so it's just forcing that kind of stuff. Right. It's important to do the work every day. Huh, yeah. It's important just to to do the small things that you can do every day. And then when you're ready to make those big changes, it will present itself. Yeah. And you will be ready. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man. So I sort of like <laughs> retroactively um, after making our own pasta yesterday, yeah. which is, again, it's such a silly thing, but we had so much fun. Um, I I sort of retroactively kind of came up with a couple themes and one of them is stretch and because I can use that in like a hundred different ways. Yes. I love that. I know you can kick Kick and and stretch. stretch. Exactly. You can also stretch your mind. Yes. You can stretch your comfort zone. Uh Oh, look at you. I know you can. Yeah. You can stretch. I really didn't actually though. It just sort of came to me. You can stretch your experiences. You can stretch your time. You can stretch. There's all kinds of things you can stretch. The other thing that I uh, that I thought was engaged, like I want to just be more engaged. I just want to be like available in life. Yeah. <laughs> and but more engaged. But there is something to be said about that. True. You know, yeah. I would say, you know, if we're getting a little personal here, yes. I think that for me, there's been a sense of um, grounding that I've been doing in the past mm. couple of years and almost a sense of of austerity in certain points of my life mm-hmm. and maybe more of being a turtle yeah but now kind of feeling like all right so that was happening in the past but that is not necessarily the truth that you're living at this moment right so it's being open so I would say my word of 2019 is just open yeah open I like open. that see because I do think that some of the some of the conflicts that we are having over differing political views etc on social media is is moving people to disengage in yes. different ways yeah even just over dinner at your dinner table. And I think, you know, that I just sort of thought, nope, I'm just going to make a different effort. So there you go. All right. Well, <sighs> we maybe have not solved the world's problems, no. but we did something. Well, we and, That's and we're going to keep doing stuff. In 2019. I mean, isn't that the truth? That's our slogan. <laughs> uh, all right, when we come back, you know, Disney is going to be saving a huge amount of money on losing Johnny Depp from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And Holly thinks that this indicates a really big shift in Hollywood. She's going to tell us what that shift is after this on My Talk 107. So Disney is saving a mint on losing Johnny Depp from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And Holly thinks that this indicates a Big, huge shift in Hollywood. She's going to tell us what that is on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Holly Roberts, because Bradley Trainer was on the morning show. He'll be back tomorrow. Don't worry about it. It's been a weird couple weeks, but here we are. Anyway, Holly. Colleen. Bring us up to speed. All right. So... Pirates of the Caribbean, of course, Johnny Depp made that franchise what it is, uh, starring as Captain Jack Sparrow Mm -hmm. in the movies. And he made bank. Big time bank. Big time bank. Mm -hmm. Like hundreds of millions of dollars. Big time bank. Well, Disney. All for pretending that he was Keith Richards. 
I mean, badly. Oh, I mean, can we? I mean, I can pretend to be. We can pretend to be Hall and Oates, yeah. maybe. Yeah. In like a, um, I don't know, some kind of adventure film. We'll sure. work on that afterwards. Yes. We'll make our money. Anyways, so there's many Pirates of the Caribbean movies with Johnny Depp. Well, Disney, because this is what they do now, is that they make movies based off of reboots of their own property. Mm-hmm. And they want to reboot the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Kind of start clean, make some new pirate movies, see what other adventures they could get themselves into. Well, they don't want Johnny Depp involved in this. Now, for so many reasons. For so many reasons. Like he's a hot mess. Yeah, like he's a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Also, this is convenient for Disney. Mm-hmm. Because by not rehiring Johnny Depp... For the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, Disney is looking to save almost $100 million. That's insane. They're going to save. That's a lot. Think about that. By not rehiring a single individual, Disney will save $90 million in production costs by not including Johnny Depp as part of the six Pirates of the Caribbean movie. This according to Forbes magazine. That's what they're reporting. So Disney's not coming out and saying this themselves. Um, and Johnny Depp has been commanding that price after five Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He's been starring as this character over 15 years. That's crazy. He, Johnny Depp, Hollywood superstar. One would argue that he currently is a Hollywood superstar. That That kind of star power is waning in Hollywood. And Disney's move... By not hiring Johnny Depp for the six Pirates of the Caribbean movie is an illustration to me that the Hollywood star system as it has been functioning in the past 20 years or so is on the wane. And in fact, movie stardom is totally changing. And I wonder in 20 years from now, if we're even going to be talking about movie stars in the way that we do now. Huh, interesting. Like Johnny Johnny Depp's, uh, I think of the Johnny Depp's of the world. I think of Jim Carrey, who at one time made history back in the 90s by being paid $20 million to star in one movie. His star value was so in demand that a movie studio decided, you're worth $20 million. You're that valuable to me. Just you as an individual appearing on film. Is that valuable? Will Smith was also in that group. I would uh, Julia Roberts also in that group. Witherspoon. So these people, ridiculous amounts of money to just star in a film. And that's mm-hmm. not even talking about the back end deals right. that they make. Meaning that these stars negotiate deals to make money based on the profits of the movie. Right. So that's a lot. But what Disney is doing here by rejecting Johnny Depp is saying, we don't believe in this system anymore. Yeah. And in fact, it's not valuable to us. Well, and what's interesting about that is, you know, decidedly, Disney is kind of a leader in terms of what studios are doing these days. I mean, totally. there's no argument that they are on the cutting edge of um, how the movie studios are making movies. Exactly. And the nature of movie stardom is totally shifting in Disney leading the way in that. And think about, you know, Tom Cruise basically survives on the Mission Impossible. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass.
possible franchise. Right. That's how he's a movie star. Any number of movie stars going to the small screen, going to Netflix, going to Amazon, going to HBO. Julia Roberts starred in an Amazon series. Yeah. Now, we wouldn't have said that five years ago. No. And actually, you know, it's funny. So when you're as you're talking about this, what, what I'm thinking about, Holly, is the fact that I've always thought it was really an interesting um, sort of uh, perception that being a movie star is so much more um, prestigious than being a TV star. Right. Because in my mind, um, as a viewer, right, I watch television every week. People come into my home. They come into my living room. It's very intimate. It's a very intimate thing. To me, it felt to me that being a TV star would be the holy grail. But because being a movie star was the kind of the first big, that was the glitz and glamour, that held that for such a long... And I do think it was a holdover. And now we are seeing more, fewer people are going to the movies in the way that we once did. And so many more people are watching things in their homes that there is sort of a shift. And you can be both a movie and a TV star. Yes. Or a streaming star. Yeah. And you're right. I do think that this is very indicative of a huge shift in our perception of what makes a movie star and what makes a movie star valuable. Yes, exactly. So we're still going to have film stars, people that we like to see on the big screen. However, Hollywood is shying away from the idea of making movies around a marquee star. It's not going to be a film that's solely based on the idea that you want to see Johnny Depp on the big screen. It's more like what The Rock is doing right now. The Rock inserting himself into franchises and concepts and surviving there. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Thank you for that. Food for thought for 2019. Nummy. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... We've got crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer will be back tomorrow. And uh, Holly Roberts and I are taking you to 3 o'clock. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Yes, crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right. They're to your left. And I hope, and Holly hopes, that when you are looking at yourself in the mirror, there is not one reflected right back at you. Frequently, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. However, that is not where we shall be visiting our first crop of crazy, stupid idiots. Ooh, we got a whole crop? Well, we have a crack of crazy, stupid idiots. Just a dusting of crazy, stupid uh, idiots? Something like that. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to Iowa, just south of here. Um, we're going to go to Cedar Rapids for now, but it, 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 this we've got a problem. We've got Uh-oh. a problem in Uh-oh. Iowa. Mm-hmm. We've got a big, huge problem. There are a couple of guys who are up to no good, and uh, they have been burglarizing. Uh, they've been burglarizing different, mm, different entities in the Cedar Rapids area. Oh no! They started making trouble in that neighborhood. They sure did. Um, but there's something about these two ne'er do wells that. Mm, makes them stand out from the rest. 
It it seems as though they have either lost their belts or perhaps have dropped a few pounds. Oh, well. Because they're having some difficulty keeping their pants up. Either congratulations are in order or else get thee to the nearest. Beltery. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to the beltery. We must go. I know. (laughs) Um, Because they've been captured on security cameras. Um bending over to, you know, do their burglarizing and showing their crack. And as we all know, crack kills. That's your that's your pet peeve. We learned that last yeah. week on the show that Colleen Lindstrom, yes. one of her pet peeves is visible crack. Yeah, crack is whack, y'all. <laughs> know where your your pants begin or crack your pants just know where your crack is and where your pants are okay yeah, please and if the two if the one isn't covering the other then we've got a problem these two guys are known as the butt crack bandits cool. um they first gained notoriety after a theft at a car wash uh early on christmas morning they spent two hours trying to bust open coin safes <laughs> oh, and, and then they brought their own coin slots yeah. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> Thank you. They destroyed the facility's change machine and they took all the coins. Um, and now here they were burglarizing the auto mechanic shop of Mr. Scott Rose Rosecrans. He has them on video also, again, showing their crack. So if you see, if you happen to be in the Cedar Rapids area of Iowa and you see two men uh, flaunting their butt cracks... It could be that they are the perpetrators. Yeah. It, or it could be that they're in a headline from the Daily Mail flaunting <laughs> their, their butt, butt cracks. cracks. Do you think this is a fetish thing? I I don't understand. I, listen, I have spent more time than I care to admit really thinking about why butt crack happens. Yeah, but this is this is not just... Butt crack, Colleen. Now, you're misleading people by saying that perhaps their pants are just a wee too low. Maybe they just need to hike this them up. This is like, yeah, this is like, we're getting about a, a three inch. Yeah, this three is inch like of crack. They could separate the cheeks and it would be talking. There's a lot. There's, There's a, a lot yeah. of crack mm-hmm. uh, in this situation. Yeah, well, we hope that they find the nearest beltery. Yes. And we also hope that they get arrested for their crimes. I know. I hope they crack the case uh, at some point here. No, mm-hmm. I just want them to crack the case. I'm sure they'll <laughs> work on it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I bet they hope it's in the rear view at some point too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe on the next full moon. That's true. Yeah. I uh, have a lot of questions I'd like to ask about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, go on. Let's go to Salt Lake, North Salt Lake, Utah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is something that we actually did earlier. Uh, today on the show, on the Colleen and Bradley show here, we were talking about conspiracy theories. Oh, yes. In the world of celebrity. And we yes. like to do that when we read blind items from crazydaysandnights.net. Uh, but uh, apparently they weren't, I don't think they were talking about celebrity conspiracy theories. However, uh, Brian and the victim, we'll get to that in a okay. second. We're talking <laughs> we'll about. We'll get to Brian's victim. <laughs> yeah. We were talking, or they were talking about 
conspiracy theories, right? Okay. Because that's what happens. Conspiracy theories are fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, ones that we like to visit. Did we really land on the moon? Colleen Lindstrom remains skeptical. Thank how you. I don't know how that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, things like the, the There's Ill- documentaries. The Illuminati taking over uh, the Earth. Also mm-hmm. things like uh the federal oh have I said too much? The yes. federal re- okay. Be very anyways, careful. yes, I got my tinfoil hat on. So anyways, Brian was talking about all this kind of fascinating stuff with with a friend. Mm-hmm. And they were doing it, where else? In a hot tub. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it a hot tub time machine? Unfortunately for them, it was not. Darn it. Staying in the present day. Okay. Although, you know, if we ask those questions, I think some things might happen to us, and then that would be dangerous. True. Well, anyways, so David, or Brian, excuse me, and his friend were talking conspiracy theories in a hot tub like mm-hmm. you do, and apparently... The issues that they were discussing became extremely heated. Mm, and in, in the our, hot tub. In the hot tub, yeah. right? Temperature was rising. Things got boiling in the hot tub yeah. between Brian and his friend. Well, his friend did indeed soon turn into that victim. Why? 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 Because Brian got so angry that he bit off a large chunk of his friend's ear. Oh, okay. I didn't After see fighting, that, that was not what I was expecting at about all. Conspiracy theories in a hot tub. Like I've mm-hmm. gotten in some arguments with people I've been talking to about things. Yes, but never have I been so moved to eat their ear. Yeah, to do the Mike Tyson Evander Holyfield never. thing. Nothing says, not Colleen, I really disagree with you about this. So I'm just going to lunge and take off a piece of your flesh. Never. Never. Never has happened. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. I have so many questions that I don't think are appropriate for the air. Yeah, well, and apparently after biting off the chunk of ear, he just got out of the hot tub and got into his truck and drove away. Oh, my that gosh. Brian, he was just like, I'm done. Instead of dropping the mic, it's biting the ear. 2019, oh starting new trends already. No, I don't like it. Uh, by the way, he was charged on one count of mayhem Good. because that's what happens when you bite somebody's ear. Is you're charged with mayhem. Good to also, know. a second degree felony, three counts of domestic violence in the presence of a child. No. So oh, that apparently that maybe kid is you in, know, there were kids hanging out watching. I hope this that there's guy. a therapist on site. Yeah. It's yikes. It, yeah. I mean it that is a lot to chew on for okay. a young child. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, let's go to Florida for this one. Okay, was that too big of a that bite? Was a, stop. That was a lot. Okay, okay we're going to go to Florida. We're going to go to America's Schwans. Yes, America's Schwans. That is the state of Florida. I want you to sit mm. and think about about this because at me at like at first blush, you might not think. Hmm, you might think you know I don't really know what's so crazy, stupid, idiot about this. Seems kind of garden variety. Yep, this is a big crime that's just real dumb. Okay, so just oh, so it this is, is exactly what it sounds like. Okay, it's crazy and idiotic in its scope, in its simplicity of stupidity. Okay, so um, here's what happened. There's a it's it's New Year's Eve, and uh, a, a guy, a truck driver, is transporting uh, a truck full of Patron tequila. Ooh, party! Right? Nice. I mean, yes, we we know how exciting it can be. If you see a large truck full of something that you are fond of, for me, it would be like a truck full of 
Snickers bars, mm, right? A, like a truck be full of coconut flavored LaCroix. There you go. Like yeah. the LaCroix truck rolls by mm-hmm. me. I have fantasies of taking it over. Well, so what happened was the truck driver, the guy who was transporting the Patron, uh, stopped for dinner in Tampa. And that's when the criminals saw the opportunity. Uh. Videla Estrada uh, and Lemuel Escobar uh, and a couple of their friends decided, hmm, this is our moment. And they stole the trailer and took a trailer full of a half million dollars worth of Patron tequila. Well, what the heck are you going to do with that? And they drove it off. And they were found transporting the tequila. So they were going to abandon the trailer without the tequila. They were transporting the tequila or they were transferring the tequila into another trailer when they were located by the police and then they were arrested. That's when the deputies found them. They had already transferred 20 cases of tequila to another box truck that was, by the way, idiots registered to them. Oh, bless their hearts. I mean, really, do not pass go. Do not collect $200. (laughs) 966 cases of tequila with a retail value of $507,000. Uh, all four men were charged with resisting an officer without violence, grand theft, and burglary of an unoccupied conveyance. Uh, and one of them was also charged with possession of a controlled substance. You just, you can't do that. No, I know how tempting like, it can be <laughs> when you see the Patron truck just chilling. That, nope, that you gotta just drive on by. You know, apparently, I just, I'm gonna say this now, a bonus crazy stupid idiot story attaching to yours. Mm-hmm. It seems like this may be a thing in Florida where people take trailers and do things with them that they're not supposed to because there was a guy who was pulled over on Saturday and was hauling a trailer with a lemur, a wallaby, a tortoise, a parrot, and any other assorted animals is in, this in the trailer. Real? Yeah, it's totally real. And the reason the guy got pulled over is because the bottom of the trailer was dragging on the interstate and causing sparks. So not only was he driving drunk... He was endangering the creatures. No. Everybody's okay, though. Okay, thank you. Was the tequila okay? Uh, it seems as though the tequila okay. was. The tequila was the safe. The tequila is safe. The creatures are safe. The Patron is safe. There's a half a million dollars worth of tequila that will be uh, distributed to the tequila drinkers of America. Of the greater tri-state area. Exactly. <laughs> One more quick thing that I just wanted to share with you. Just a, This is not a crazy stupid idiot thing. This is just a thing I need you to know. Yeah. Did you know that Idaho dropped a potato uh, for their New Year's celebration? You know how like New York, they drop the ball? Yep. Idaho dropped a potato. That's it. A very large lit up potato. That's yeah. All. Oh, I don't. I don't even. That's know. All I got I, for you. I think that's your mic drop. Instead of that's biting it. a deer, it's dropping, dropping a, a potato. potato. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, we're going to drop potatoes. We are going to drop a potato. We're going to do the throwback live at two forty-five. Uh, we. I don't know if we've told Donnie yet that he's competing today. Is he prepared? I think it may be a pleasant surprise for him oh, today. He'll enjoy it. This is his last go round uh, of this of this time playing the throwback live with me. Uh, And we're going to go head to head to see which of us can identify more vintage pop culture audio segments after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. 
Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Get fast internet now with the Xfinity Supersonic Bundle. It's unlimited gig internet, a free streaming box, and one line of unlimited mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash gig, visit a store, or call 1-800-XFINITY to learn more. Limited time offer, new gigabit internet customers only. Other restrictions apply. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.